0: Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Duality. I'm your host, Ash, and I'm here with Gypsy. Thank you so much for coming. Welcome to the pod. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for wanting to talk about this topic that is, like, so on brand with this theme, not only, you know, in my own life, but I know from speaking with a lot of other people, this is, like, very much so a theme right now that I know a lot of people are experiencing, and I'm excited to to hear your perspective and to get into it and share mine as well and y'all who are listening if you're live feel free to also share your perspective you know and sometimes I get a little um when I read messages when it's live sometimes I get like off put for a second you know because uh, we'll be in a train of thought and having conversation and then it'll be like someone talking about something and I do my best to to manage it you know and uh So bear with me, Mm -hmm. y'all. I'm just doing my best. Still just a a person doing this pod. (laughs) (laughs) Before we get into the topic, um, I have a root chakra bowl here, a tuned crystal bowl, crystal quartz bowl that's attuned to the frequency of our root chakra. So the topic at hand is how to stay with ourselves while we're working on ourselves. So I thought it was fit to... To ground ourselves before we get into this conversation so for with that being said anyone who's listening if it feels right for you taking a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth closing your eyes if it feels good taking another breath in and out releasing the tension in your shoulders I put the prayer and the intention into this bowl while playing it to ground myself and anyone else that's listening to Ground Ourselves for this podcast and anyone that needs to be in their feet, and their ten toes today and whenever you're listening to this in the best way possible, may we be able to navigate from a space of thriving and not just surviving. May we learn to discern the difference between the two and learn how to stay in our body even when it feels like we want to leave or go anywhere else but there, so I hope. Thank <laughs> you. Taking another deep breath in and out, wiggling your fingers, stomping your feet if you could reach the floor, <laughs> and uh, returning back into the space wherever you are. And yeah, I don't know about y'all, but I definitely needed that. Yes. For sure. It's so interesting how, like, you might not realize how
1: ungrounded you may
0: be or feel. Until, you do something that's grounding.
1: Yes, you know it's that like it, true.
0: it's like when you're um, under the influence, you know, of of like alcohol or cannabis or something, and then something real happens, and then you're just sober. You know, it's like that in a more subtle
1: happening. way. And you're
0: like, oh, I'm back to reality. Yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> oh, okay, boom, here we are, We're right here yeah. on this podcast talking about you know the journey of centering yourself. Yes, and what that looks really.
1: like it's not easy yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes ugly it's not pretty mm-hmm. so it's also interesting um but yeah I think it's more learning about who you are when no one's in the room mm. mm-hmm. you know yeah. like what you want to better yourself and what you no longer want to allow um in your life you know setting up those boundaries I think is the hardest part when you don't know how to set boundaries and where to set them yeah and it's like
0: i feel like in our generation we are like the boundary setters you know yes. we like oh my gosh we're it, it, like the generations before us may have not had boundaries or like had that implemented or even understood that concept because it just was what it was and it was just survival and it was just listen to your parents your elders people around you your partner whatever it is and just like handle it do it like that you yeah. know operating from that space of like hurt you know or um discipline you know and even though that could look a little different for each and every one of us so like with this topic of like boundaries how have you been navigating those difficult times where you you know how do you know when to
1: put a boundary let's start there oh. when you feel it taking you out of your character mm. Mm -hmm. Like, that's where it is, you know, where you find yourself, you know, or your energy shifting, you know. I was recently telling someone the other day, like, imagine you pouring me this cup of tea. (laughs) I mean, not saying thank you for it, you know, me just being like, yeah, I'm going to drink this tea (laughs) not say a word, you know. And it's like some people will take offense to that, like, you know, little things like that or like just letting it be known, like, you know, hey, like, you know, just an exchange of energy or something would help, you know. Um, also just by like sitting with yourself and praying, Mm -hmm. whether it's to God, the Spirit, whatever it is you know, you pray to, like, which is like the hardest thing because I feel like I don't know how to pray sometimes. Sometimes I'm just sitting there, like, you know, what are we doing? (laughs)
0: Yeah. I feel like those are always the moments where I feel like the prayers get so potent, though. like yeah. <laughs> I, I've i been having a similar experience recently where I've been revisiting this space that I used to, that I've, I've been to I, maybe once or twice that I was shown to by somebody. And um, there was a time period where there was this other person that was, uh, he was very, um, I don't know how to, I don't know how else to say it. But, like, like, I don't want to say Jesus-y because I'm not trying to say. He just, like, was a young man who had, like, very long hair. And he was very much so, like, um, appreciative of of Jesus. And I was coming from the spectrum of more of, like, an omni-faith view at that time. And um, just, like, seeking what I was going to be grounded in. And not avert, but also, like, making amends with, like, my... Catholic background of like going to CCD and then getting kicked out because I asked too many questions as a young child and like that abandonment thing that I had went through. So like I was mending that. Long story short, he was helping me with that. He used to come to the the spiritual side I used to work at, and he took me like the Alba House and like this church in in Jersey and like all of these different sacred places, which I love. Like when I went to um when I went to Rome when I was nineteen, I was in the Vatican. Like even though like I don't identify as Catholic. It's it was so beautiful, like so sacred to like just go into a place you where still people feel pray. that energy.
1: Yeah. Even if it's not something you necessarily believe in, there mm-hmm. is a higher power there. Absolutely. My best friend growing up, his mother is a Buddhist. And like I've sat enchanted with her. That's and beautiful. it is, like, one of the craziest energies that you can feel. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I've never even, like, I don't know anything about a Buddhist background, you know. Mm-hmm. I sat there with her, read her prayer with her, you know, did her little thing with her. And, like, you literally feel that, like, that energy in the universe. And it's, mm-hmm. like, it's powerful. Like, it's different. And that's why I always, like, I tend to learn to, like, love to learn about people's religious. Yes. Like, yeah. you know, I want to know, like, yeah. you know, and sometimes it's a hard topic because like, you know, you're not really supposed to talk about things like that or, you know, it's and I'm always like, listen, like yeah like, yeah. Love, yeah, like if you do it out of love, yeah. like if you do it from a place of love, like people have no problem opening up. Yeah, about it. like, like anyone about you know, I'll talk to, to people experience. about Passover, like, hey, what is yeah. like, what's the purpose of Passover? What do you guys do? There's certain things that they do during Passover that they don't do throughout the year, yeah. you know, or certain traditions, they in a sense also have like their own form of Lent. Yeah. You know, like, so it's and always interesting.
0: We're coming across, like, all of these holy months. Like, I was just a new friend that I had made recently that I've been working with for the past three days. She's a, she's Muslim, and she is um, preparing for Ramadan you know, so, like, she was expre- expressing to me, like, the process of fasting and things like that, and my traditions and, and my culture, like, we also fast, and we do it in a different way. We were just kind of talking about, like, how, like, oh, wow, like, I respect you for doing it that way, and I respect yeah, you for that no, way. Yeah, no, everybody has their
1: different <laughs> type of fasting, yeah, and that's yeah. good, too. My, um... Jacob's um cousins are muslim so they're mother fasts. and i'm always like i need to try and do this with you one year like just it's to attempt it and yeah and it's like great like to see her family get together mm-hmm. and like you know when they break their fast and you know they're all sitting around the table or like early in the morning before the sun comes up and they're you know like having you know, something to eat before they can't eat anymore throughout the day, yeah. you know, and all that they have to give up. So it's interesting to see. It is.
0: It really is. It's so cool. The different cultures you can experience the different um, ways that people pray. And like in that journey of going to these different places, um, there is the, the, the place that I've been going to recently is, is closer to me and it's, it's more intimate, it's smaller. It's like a smaller version of the Alba house essentially. And I've just been going and they have like loose leave there. And, um, People write prayers or just like things and stuff, and I've just been like writing my prayers to myself and to Creator. And you know, I'm I'm based in in Native traditions. You know, yeah. that's that's if I were to identify as a religion, that's that's my religion, that's my life, that's my walk in life. And um, spell but I do love going and like the the ritual of lighting candle. Like you go, you leave four dollars. Like I love the trust. Like, yeah, you go, know, it's open twenty four hours. You put four dollars down, you light a candle, and you know I've just been going and like in this in this topic right now of what we're talking about of like being with yourself while working on yourself and centering yourself yeah a bubble
1: and how you do you know going to church too um whenever things i felt like whenever things got rough like one thing i remember my grandmother doing growing up was going to church you know mm-hmm. praying and like i watched that woman pray for hours like that woman prays for everything <laughs> like you know and even that i'll sometimes do and like you feel it like i remember when she first moved to florida i had like a hard time and I found a church like down the block from my job. And it wasn't like a Catholic church or a Christian church. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say it was an, a, I can't even say the word, a popsicle. A, a, a pop, a pop, yeah. <laughs> you know, what I don't got it, but I know what she's talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, like, it's
0: right there. It's right, it's right there. there. We can
1: reach it. But
0: we can't believe it.
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all so, know what we mean. <laughs> but their service was so beautiful Mm -hmm. like the worship music they sang was you know captivating like you Mm -hmm. felt the energy there like it helped ease me a lot you know every now and then i'll pop into the church in brooklyn that my grandmother used to go to and light a candle and you know say a prayer um i tend to be drawn to the water when i'm going through things so i'll can't you find me i can't wait for like summer to be here so you can actually get in the water and float in it to ground yourself because sometimes that is also grounding i like to just myself sometimes i
0: baptize myself as as needed you know yeah in that way
1: um But, yeah, just having those uncomfortable conversations with yourself, what you want to change about yourself, what mm-hmm. it is you want to see for yourself. You know, like we were talking about how you launched your line the other day and all of a sudden spirit was like, well, you're going to get sick, too. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like, hold oh, on, fall off a ladder and get a goal. And here I am, again. like,
1: <laughs> you know, I feel like this past seven months I've been in the most survival mode I've ever actually been Mm -hmm. like I thought it was after I lost Justin I was like fight or flight like (laughs) but no I think this past like year like was like definitely like my strongest like you know we really need to survive and I don't want that anymore like I don't want I don't want to be in that flight mode anymore like I don't want to be like ready to like always have to go you know and I don't want that for my son either yeah so having those conversations with him too you know And learning how to have those conversations with him. There's still a lot of healing I'm doing from losing his father that sometimes I find it hard to talk to him about the subject when he wants to talk about it. And, like, now it's getting a little bit easier. Like, the other day he came home and he was like, you know, Mom, I had to go to guidance today. (laughs) He's, like, very, like, theatrical with his, like, reasonings. And he's like, you know, I just had to to talk about my dad, my father. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And he was like, I'm just having a bad day. I just want to be able to talk to him about things. And it's like, okay, how do I – how can I relate to him without him thinking I'm just, like, you know – making him feel like it's not a big thing or like i want him to understand like i get it 100% where he's coming from so he was like you know i just want to be able to talk to him about things and i just want to be able to you know things about that are going on in my life and he was like do you know what i mean and i was just like you know i don't know what you mean i, I do know what you mean but i don't know what you mean in the same way i said you know i miss him in a different way like you know i miss my best friend you miss your dad you know you want to share with him everything that you want to do, all your goals. You know, I want to share with him everything you're doing, <laughs> you know, but like, I, you miss him the way I miss Grandma Sonia. You know, so I get it, you know, and I was like, And you can you know, if you wanna go there, like tell me. I'm not gonna tell you no you can't go there, you know. It's a place to ground yourself too. I'm like, you know, sometimes you need you know, I get it, like we can you can sit here and talk about him to your guidance counselor. You can talk to him from your room, but it's not the same as going to the same place where he actually is. Yeah. Like just tell me you wanna go there. Like let me know, like what's the worst that he can he's like, I never know what to say to you. Like I never know if you're gonna take me and I'm like, But this is what I'm here for, you know. Yeah. I know what it is to wanna go and sit and talk for a little bit with, you know, your parent who's no longer with you.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so it's interesting, too, because it's not, it's not easy sometimes, too, because mm-hmm. in those moments, like, you want to cry. Mm-hmm. But you can't. Like, you have to, you can't let him just see that emotional side of you. Yeah. Like, you also have to be present with him in that moment and understand what he's feeling. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, learning to center that, too, is, like, a lot.
0: That's a whole thing. You know? That I can't even imagine because it's, like, for myself, it's already a lot you know, an experience of like knowing other people that have lost people in different ways is a lot. But that's your child, you know, so that's a whole other that's a whole other thing. And like it's a whole it requires a whole different aspect of yourself to ground. And that's not yeah. easy. But it sounds like you're doing a beautiful job. Thank you. So It's important for you to know that and hear that Uh, because for him to feel safe enough to come talk to you about
1: that. And that's what I want for him. I want him to be able to tell me when he, you know, when he misses these moments, we're getting ready for a teenage years, girl. (laughs) He's (laughs) He's about, yeah, he's about to, you know, I want him to be in tune with himself in his teenage years, you know, like even now, like social media is such a thing with these kids and like I'll let him have like a TikTok where he doesn't really post, but he just watches funny videos, you know. Um, but I don't want him on like Instagram yet. Like he doesn't know, he doesn't know who he is yet. So like trying to understand, get him to understand what grounding himself is and how not to take offense to things like, you know, how not to react to the things people will say. Mm-hmm. about him like teaching that to a kid is not easy because you know these kids come home and they tell you like oh well this one made fun of me because of this like you know and this one and i'm like but why are you letting it upset you so much like did you actually do what someone said mm-hmm. no i didn't so then why are you crying about it if you know you didn't do it yeah you know he's like oh but it upsets me that someone i said what that someone said something about you like, anyone's going to say something about you, but, like, you can't react to it all the time. Like, you're sitting here getting emotional, crying, you know, you're hurting for what? He's like, if, you know you didn't do it. If you know you didn't act out in any way or you weren't rude to anyone in any certain way, why are you sitting here beating yourself up about it? Yeah. He's like, well, that's the way they made me feel, you know. And I'm like, it's okay. People are going to, you know, make you feel some way, but you need to really sit with it and see Did I really does it really need to affect me as bad as I'm letting it affect me?
0: Yeah. Well, it's incredible that you're like implementing that that formula of of grounding your son into himself by not basing his worthiness on the perception of others, because I feel like so many of us have grown up without that. And that's why as adults, a lot of people still get affected by these things in such serious ways. You know, and then social media is just the the fuel to the fire on that. Yeah, you know? it's
1: like an open forum. Like, you have yeah. to think about it. Like, you can literally say anything you want about anyone on there, mm-hmm. you know? And they're not in arm's reach. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? So I want to, like, prepare him for that. I'm always like, I would prefer you don't even do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I hope it goes, like, obsolete before, <laughs> like, before you get there. <laughs> but no, that's like, that's so... Thank you for sharing that
0: because that's, like, just so real and raw and authentic. And and even learning, teaching,
1: like, I feel like so many times, like, as children, especially, like, you know, as a child, I was always met, like, if I did something wrong, like, oh, like, you're so stupid or, you know, like, it was never met with, like, oh, it's okay to make a mistake. Yeah. You know, like, and doing that with him is, like, sometimes to be like, oh, I'm so dumb for doing this. And, or I'm so stupid. I'm like, don't talk about yourself like that. Like, mm-hmm. I hate when he talks about himself like that. Like, oh, I'm dumb. And I'm like, you're not dumb. You're actually very smart. You just need to think logically mm-hmm. when you're doing something. And it would make sense, you know, like loading the dishwasher. Like, I could only show you so many times. Like, let's go. <laughs> like, it make it make sense. Like, fit it neatly, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm be like, oh, I'm just so stupid. I'm sorry. I'm like, I did it. Like, I disappointed you. I'm like, you didn't disappoint me. I'm just like, trying to teach you. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is how it goes. Like, you know, just use your brain. Like, it's like literally a game of Tetris. Like, you're not stupid mm. because you don't know how to load the dishwasher. You're but just learning. You're just learning. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> just do it that way. Or, you know, teaching him time management. Like, teaching a kid how to move time efficiently. Like, I'll give him a task and it'll literally take him, like, two hours to complete. And I'm like, yo, I could have did this and then some and then some on top of that. <laughs> like, come on, you know. And he'll, like, start crying and, like, oh, I'm just so dumb and I'm just so you know I'm like so letting you down and I'm like but you're not letting me down like we wouldn't sitting here we wouldn't be crying and we wouldn't I wouldn't be telling you Jacob like this is a little bit ridiculous if you just got it done I said you sat here I watched you on your phone you sat here you picked up YouTube Mm -hmm. I said and now you're crying that you want to play with your friends it just took you an hour to pick up a bag of laundry off the floor in your room Mm -hmm. you know but you're not stupid because of that like you're a kid like it's okay but like you need to also get done your responsibilities before you can have that fun that play time Mm -hmm. because then when I start like taking things away which I never do like you're not gonna like it, in which now I'm starting to do. Like yesterday was like, okay, you're gonna put down your phone. You're not gonna talk to anyone. Today, you're gonna get your room done. Like, if it's not done, then this weekend, you're not going to your grandparents' house. Like, nothing nasty about it, just simple. Your room's not done, then I'm sorry. I cannot allow you to, the privilege to go out and have fun. Yeah. Like, you have to stay home today. it gets done. Girl, I've never seen that room so clean. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> there was no need to meet him with like you're gonna get beat yeah, if you don't yeah. clean your room. You know, you're, just you're like in
0: reality, like you want
1: to do this. If you, you don't have do this, to, you like, can't do, get this. Yeah, like that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, but there's no need to be like, oh yeah, you're like this disgusting little slob. Like, I don't want to downplay him. Like, I'll tell him like your room is disgusting. Like, it's disgusting in here. You have a trash can. Like, there shouldn't be water bottles all over your floor. Like, there shouldn't yeah. be wrappers everywhere. But like, and learning how to like not react how our parents would react Mm. is a certain thing. There's certain things that I see sometimes I'm like, oh, like that was like a little bit like my father (laughs) or like I said that like my grandmother. (laughs) I don't want to talk to him like that. Like, you know, so and learning how to separate that is also is also enlightening to like learn how to ground myself in certain aspects of my life where I don't get triggered with him to really speak to him. Yeah. Like, you know, cause there's sometimes where I'm like, I want to be like head honcho. I'm the mom, yeah. <laughs> like, but you can't always do that because there's not going to, they're not going to meet you in that place. Like I want him to feel like it's a safe space to speak always at home. Like I want him to know, like, you can come here and talk to me. Mm-hmm. And like, sometimes like I'm learning too. Like there's times where I tell him like, Jacob, I'm so sorry if you feel like I'm failing in a certain area. Like, please tell me, like, tell me where I can work on myself for you. Tell me what I can do a little bit more for you. Mm -hmm. You know, like. It's
0: beautiful that you're open to that dialogue.
1: Yeah. And I feel like you have to be. Yeah. You know, I don't want him to be scared to tell me anything. You know, I don't want him to be afraid to tell me who he is, what he wants to do. You know, I want him to just speak, you know, and I want to give him that space. And that's hard to do when you're trying to learn yourself, too, because here I am trying to learn myself. But I also have someone who's learning himself completely. Yeah. Like, you know. This is where, like, we're really going to see personalities and, you know, attitudes and, you know, like, test it. Like, sometimes, like, he tries to act tough now. Like, I'm taller than you, so you can't. And I'll start talking. I'll literally be talking to him like this. Like, I'll be like, Jacob, I will literally be telling you clean your room in the nicest possible way. Like clean your room my guy and you're crying because I'm telling you to clean your room like you're not I'm not scared of you (laughs) but you could test your limits and see where we go from there (laughs) (laughs) still need a little
0: chin check yeah yeah yeah. that's healthy I I completely support that you know because I feel like there's a balance of like our generation what I can perceive because I don't have children right so like I can't I can only perceive but what I've perceived from like my my siblings having children, like my mostly all of my close friends have children, and like just like watching the balance that you guys have to go through with like not being our parents, right? But also not letting like the kids run you, oh you goodness, know, and like yes. that in between. Have you ever and seen someone like, who kids run them, and you just be yeah, like, oh my goodness, all the time? And like when you're even when you're outside and you're just like seeing, and it's just like. I feel like that's, like, the overcompensation of, like, okay, I don't want to traumatize you, but it's, like, still traumatizing them because then they don't have any structure or boundaries or, like, concept of, like, what you can and cannot do as, like, a
1: human. Yes. You know? And that's hard, too. You know? Like, I try to, like, I want my son to be, like, as genuine as possible. You know? Just be an all-around good human being, which it's, like, everyone has moments. You know? Like, you could be a little mean sometimes or whatever. But, um respectful is like the biggest thing like i've never had someone tell me like he's been disrespectful like to all around here from everyone is like oh he's such a good kid he's so respectful like you know i think it's because i do lay down there's still discipline there like yeah. you don't run this show here like mm-hmm. i am what runs the show here like the other day i had to get like really really likes the point like yo like you got me to a point that like I don't want to speak to you this way but like it's like almost you're not understanding it like and, and no if way. I don't speak to you this way like you're just thinking you're going to run the show here all the time and it's not like how this goes mm-hmm. like you know I'm the parent here you're still a kid like don't get it confused like I talk to you I don't meet you with harsh words I try not to like beat down into you but like we're not going to play these games at yeah. the same time you know we're not going to test right. your limits we're not going to test our boundaries you know like, mm-hmm. just like sometimes he'll be like, "Mom, I don't want you touching my face," you know, and I'll still bother him, you know, and then i will be like, "Okay, I gotta stop," because yeah,
0: like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> like you said about it, like it's like <laughs> the same thing. You're like, I get so bad to do a little
1: bit, yeah. But you have to respect those boundaries too, and that's hard too as a parent, like learning to I'm accept sure. those boundaries. Like sometimes he's like, "No, I just want to go to my room and be alone." I'm like, "You sure you don't want to just hang out?" and He's like, "No, I just want to be alone." Like, All right, <laughs> <"Okay." ain't> fine. <laughs> Well, but... I,
0: I, I'm sorry, you are going to No, go ahead. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, um, do you find that in the process of, you know, experiencing and implementing these boundaries and being this person, uh, this mother that you are to your son, do you, does that translate with yourself when you go through certain things or when you need to have a boundary with yourself or with others? Do you find that that translates? Do you find that like how does that oper- how does that work for you as a mother and as a human
1: sometimes yes and sometimes no like you know sometimes i there's moments where i'm triggered and don't know how to set that set that boundary so it's kind of hard when you come from a triggered place to try and set a boundary because it can pull you out of character yeah you know so but and sometimes yes like i've learned to meet people where they're at but also to have people meet me where you're where I'm at like if you're not gonna respect that like how do you expect me to like you know not be so triggered like if I'm literally explaining to you like this is how I feel and you're telling me I'm crazy for feeling that way and it's like how would you know like you wouldn't you don't feel that way about me because like you're not I've never made you feel that way but yeah. this is how you're making me feel and you You know, in some places, like, when you're trying to express that, you can be very triggered and out of character. And it's just learning how to, like, navigate to how to come out in a more lightful way to set that boundary. Um, And that's something I'm learning, too. Like, you know, really, like, grounding myself on how to, like, let people know, like, no, I'm not accepting this no more in my life. And it's either you're going to... um. You're going to understand it or I'm just not going to take it anymore because I no longer have to place my energy there yeah. because I can see it pulling me out of a character or pulling me into a place that I no longer want to go back to. Yes. You know, so that's also a different. learning process, yeah. <laughs> like
0: Because I can't
1: say I, the same way I'm with my son is the same way I handle it in a relationship or with a friend, you mm-hmm. know, because it's different, you know, like that's mine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Other people aren't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? that is of you, and you're. Like, that is of I me. I need to be so... the best possible self for this human, for that human. I would right? imagine it to be like so... grounding, but also like a reference point. But you're still human. Like, yeah, you go still go make mistakes. Experience.
1: Yeah, so sure. it's that's all. Like again, it's who do you want to be when no one's in the room? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like how do you, how do you want people to? How would, you, how would you treat yourself? Would you want to treat yourself like that? Would you treat? yourself like that would you treat anyone like that you know um and how to reflect on it too like okay you know what i i messed up here yeah you know i allowed my triggerness not to let me set that boundary and to get triggered instead yeah you know and when you're doing that with other relationships outside of your children it's not the same
0: yeah well it's like so layered relationships friendships work relationships it's also uh, like every relationship is different and like i was just having this conversation with someone recently who uh we have gone through and have experienced like they're experiencing something similar that i've experienced and in discussing that and it's like work related and um like just having the boundaries to know like you know people could be good people but you still have to put boundaries with them you know and then there's also an aspect of uh like relationship wise you know different things that I've been experiencing and then also that I've been discussing which has been like common theme with like you know we brought this up like this has been like a really good friend of mine um a few really good friends of mine actually that we just have these um intersections in life you know where we might go a few weeks months even years at times without really seeing each other or like maybe we'll speak maybe we'll send memes to each other whatever you know what I mean like actually like having a heart to heart in person like having conversations in person just different they're just different you know like that's why I always opt for person if you can't do that you know go to the phone you know, I, I don't really do the video chat thing. I'm like pretty awkward with it. I'm yeah, like, me too. Yeah, I, hate I have to, like, Facetime. I hate people
1: yeah. like, especially like, when you're trying to get to know someone. Oh am And they FaceTime you are you? like,
0: Damn. Yeah, no. Nah. Like, Why
1: do you want to do this? Like, I'm, like, I'm not cute on camera. Don't do this right now. Like, even if I, I I'm like, I look like a hot mess. I'm gonna like... definitely make it
0: super awkward. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's like, yeah, I have a hard time. It would be like looking at my ceiling fan. I'll just be like, mm, I always look at myself in the in in videos. Like, whether it's Zoom, I'm very guilty of it. I blame it on my Leo. Rising. I'm always just looking directly at myself so I make myself even feel awkward because I'm like watching my awkwardness unravel and I'm like,
1: all right. You're like, oh my goodness, how can I do- <laughs> what am I doing right now? Yeah. It's yeah, like you're it's literally like looking hide, you're like critiquing like, yourself. You're like exactly. looking at your and it's like you're not even paying attention to the person because you're so focused on what you're doing wrong. Exactly. This is why I make
0: eye contact with people yeah. on this podcast, because God forbid I start looking at here. Y'all see me fidget yeah, with I my just, hair. I talk the me, same like- thing.
1: I was like, you know what? I feel like if I just look at this camera, it so much better. <laughs>
0: yeah. So much because at the end of the day this is where the conversation yeah. is this is where we're at we're here right yeah. now they're listening they're watching we're here we're doing this you know I was
1: like i don't want to look at the cameras because i yeah. won't be here then i'll be yeah. in the camera <laughs> like,
0: it, it's it's interesting how like different things will pull us out of different spaces you know some things pull us out of a space and into ourselves and we're out of ourselves and into a space and i feel like you, what you were saying is like so important and so crucial like um The common thread that, like, a few of me and my friends have been having is just, like, navigating, like, um, romantic relationships and, like, boundaries and things of that sort. And, like, you don't always have to wait for things to, like, explode and implode or whatever the case is to make decisions on them. And treating other people, like, this has been my grounding point. Like, two things. First thing is, you know, you care so much for everyone, like who, who the fuck is caring for you? Yeah, like when you're going through this experience, mm-hmm. like even the people that claim to be caring for you so much, you can tell them, like, yo, I'm not okay with this. I'm not all right with this. I'm not, you know, I don't feel myself here, or I don't like this. I and and like they can consider it in the moment, or they cannot. But either way, like the people can only give you what they have. Yes. People can only give you what they have. They can only pour into you what they have. And if they don't have that, it's not personal. It's not that you're not worthy of that being had. It just means, like, you might not be able to get that from that person. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do from that? Which then? is
1: hard to learn. It's Like, that's hard to learn, and too. To apply. It's like, like, and then it's hard to like, take in, too. It's like, really damn. Is. Like, really? Like... It will be like, damn, you needed that person in that moment and they couldn't help you. Yeah. You know, and then there's, like, resentment. Yes, that builds. You balance. know, it, that builds up. Mm-hmm. And it, again, pulls you out of character. Pulls
0: you out of character. And then what you were saying before, the, the second grounding point that I feel like I've been navigating is when I have to implement action. I've been perceiving, which I, I, I feel like I do too much to the point that I talk myself out of shit. But, like, considering how... Just as, how would you, what what do you look like when no one's looking at you? Like, what do you do 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 in the dark, you know? Mm -hmm. Now, how would you want to treat that person? So, like, that's how I feel, like, if that was you, you know? Like, so every time I go, out when I feel like, okay, I have to implement a boundary, I'm like, okay, well, obviously this person isn't me, so I'm not going to implement it exactly how I would want it. I'm just going to take consideration morally of how I would want it, and then apply it the way they've expressed they like things applied. Yeah, that makes sense. So like taking from both because you can't love people the way you want to be loved. You have to you have to love them the way they need, need to, to be loved. loved. Yeah, they, it, which is
1: hard to learn too from hard people, to people. Right, learn. it's hard for a lot of people to express. Yeah, and when don't know you're them. learning someone new, it's not easy. And mm-hmm. when someone new is learning you, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Right. So like we all have triggers. We all have like past hurt. Um, Right now I'm just cruising is what I like to call my relationship. We're just letting it be, letting, letting it flourish, letting like spirit move it to whatever it is and will be, you know, I'm taking it for what it is and accepting it for as long as spirit gives it to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, you know, and that's a good place to be though. That's a hard conversations have been a real thing Mm -hmm. with, you know, this new relationship and, Compared to a lot of my past relationships, I've never had someone be so, like, yo. Like, (laughs) I understand you, but, like, I don't have to accept it either, Mm. you know?
0: That's a good sense of self, though.
1: You know? Like, uh, this is where I am. And, you know, I'm grateful for those moments. I'm grateful for those moments where that person can be like, yo, like, I get it. But, like, at the same time, I don't have to tolerate it. So... It kind of shows you like what how you can like approach them in a different manner. Yeah. You know, like, okay, that approach didn't work, like that nasty tone or like that argumentative like front didn't help. So maybe I can come at this a different way, like a little bit more calmer, a little bit more nicer, and they're like, Okay, that's a little bit better. Yeah. You know, now I can speak to you on this or like just learning how like certain people handle um I guess arguments like sometimes, like, I can't, like, you can't just blame out ignore me. Like, it's cool. Like, we fight in. Don't ignore me. <laughs> Say hello. Like, don't, don't like ignore confusion. me in my space. Yeah. Like, don't make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, don't ignore me. Like, it's like tap, tap Acknowledge number one, me. Number
0: one thing that, like, is like the biggest pet peeve of mine is why I feel that.
1: Don't ignore. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. Like, I get it. Like, you might need a minute to calm down. But state that. But state that. Yeah. Like, hey. Like I'm, I'm upset with you right now, and give me a second. Give me a second. Don't I might need lie. a day or two mm-hmm. to do so, but I'm still gonna check in on you mm-hmm. in those, you know, a few days. I may not talk about that topic, but like, I'm gonna let you know. Yeah, you know. And that's like any relationship, love, friendships, you know, whatever. Like if people, if you're trying to set a boundary or you're letting someone know how you feel and they can't accept that, like they're constantly like, oh, I don't know, the, like I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, she, I don't understand how she could feel that way. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't know because she's never made you feel that way. Yeah you know, you never felt like what she felt like, you know? And she's telling you, like, this is how she feels. It's either you're going to apologize for your actions that made her feel that way, or you're going to sit there and get more mad about something because you made her feel a certain way, and now you don't understand why they're no longer speaking to you.
0: It's like a lack of accountability. It's you yeah. well, And the willingness to comprehend. Because mm-hmm. they could hear you, but are they...
1: Like, I've held myself accountable to people where I'm, like, literally... I've held myself accountable... To people where i've apologized you know and sincerely i'm still working on that area of my life and still learning how to control certain things and you know understanding that the way i let that pull me out of character wasn't the best um and you know all i can do is forgive myself for that moment yeah you know um if the person chooses to forgive me or not it's their choice but what I won't do is sit here and hold myself accountable, knowing that you also played a part into this. Mm-hmm. And then when I tell you, like, you know, you also need to hold yourself accountable, it's like, oh, but, like, you did this. Yeah, and it's, it's like, no, I know topic. I did that. Like, yeah, I, I yeah, told yeah. you I did that. Like, yeah, it's yeah, to the yeah. point, like, oh, I'll <laughs> tell everyone you did that. And it's like, Okay. Kay. Go tell everyone I did that. I'm going to go tell them. I, I'm going to sit there and tell them I did it, too. I'm gonna but <laughs> I, like it. I was like, yeah, I, I did. It was me. <laughs> it was <laughs> I. Like, fine. But, like, hold yourself accountable also for the wrong you have done. You know? Like, you can't sit here, like, and tell someone, well, I still have to be cautious of you and what you did to me. Um, because it hurt me so bad but then you also knowing you hurt me as just as much being like oh but i've changed so it's okay And me be like, no, like without the accountability, like without the accountability, without the action of, you know, showing, you know, like, of course, like, you know, I messed up. I fucked up in that area. I also I also have to prove to you that I've changed. And the only way to prove that to you is when we get to that moment again where something boils over and how I react. That's the only way you're going to know if I actually changed, you know, Mm -hmm. not if like if something small happens and there's no reaction. Okay, cool. But when something big happens, when something big happens did I have a, the same reaction I used to have? That's yeah. the only way you will know I changed. You know, is weird. if we get to that moment. Mm-hmm. But then you would have to see that, right? I would have to prove to you I changed you in that moment. That. I yeah. can't sit here and be like, I changed. Um,
0: and vice versa. You know? really, and vice versa because, like, a lot of times people, you know, can feel like that cha- the change is happening but don't have the capacity to implement that change. Therefore, like, space is needed. Yeah. You know, like, you can... You can slice it up, chop it up any different which way. But in most cases, like, space is needed with certain things. And it's like, I know for myself... I've always struggled with the concept of space because, like that—that oh, that opens up that abandonment wound. Yeah, no, I don't I, like that
1: abandonment wound either. Yeah,
0: and it's like I think that that you know, I mean, I'll speak for myself. You know, maybe you can relate to it. Maybe some other people can relate to it. It's just like when you when you lose people that are close to you, like even before that, like I mean, I've lost people close to me since I was a young kid, but like even before, like, or in conjunction with it, because I really don't have a before that, um, it's like, it it, it it takes me straight to the root chakra, straight to survival, straight past any logic, anything is just like shaking, central nervous system triggered. Yeah. Like now I'm having a reaction. I'm, I am I'm not responding. And like, it's taken years for me to be able to, okay, I feel that sensation. Now mm-hmm. I have to take a breath because if I don't take a breath, I'm going to just,
1: word vomit like oh my god and that's the worst that's the worst. learning how to react to things <laughs> like, and not respond and yeah. not, like you know learning how, or learning how to respond to things and not react to them because yeah. responding is more like a like you know a, a boundary yeah like yeah. you can sit that you're responding mm-hmm. it from light you know like hey this is how i respond to this and reactions reactions like, like, is like same in fight like. like
0: in in the fire like you did this is my reaction you just Boom. like
1: Blue, like mm-hmm. you poured the gasoline onto that
0: fire. <laughs> I've just been trying to react with with space and breath, yes. and then respond. That's yes. been like that's been my personal. That's how
1: you goal. need to learn how to react, though. Yeah. Like I, I've never been like a, not an aggressive. Per, I can be aggressive. I'm not like a, like mean aggressive person like i don't mm-hmm. get very but i could get violent if i wanted to it, but i'm not a violent person so like it's kind of hard it takes for, a lot like... to
0: get you to that space yeah it takes it's, a lot for me to exists. get there It takes a lot it, yeah
1: like it doesn't just like come out like i, I yeah. will bake the whole cake fondant yeah. it design it decorate it mm-hmm. before there is an mm-hmm. explosion and that's before so that explosion there'll be like small conversation yeah like it was it will start off like hey like this is how I feel and then it's yeah. like hey this is how I feel and then it's like hey like, <laughs> yeah. and then we're yelling at that word vomit right like yeah. Yeah. and that's where you're like okay like no you don't want to get there right so yeah. like when people describe it sometimes like oh like you know You respond aggressively. I'm like, I'm not even like, uh, maybe sometimes I can be, right? Like, I, there was one moment where, one part of my life where I was responding, like, in, like, I'm gonna hit before I get hit. (laughs) Like, because I was dealing with so many triggers. And if you got close to me, I was like, ready to brawl. Like, yeah. you could be, like, calmly yelling at me, and, like, my fist was clenched, mm-hmm. you know, and if you got too close to my face, I was just swinging, yeah. <laughs> like, and that's not me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a fighter, That's you I know, am. and, like, my brother one day, like, someone was talking to my brother, and they're like, you know, they said she, she beat him up, <laughs> and my brother was like... <laughs> Maybe. Like, I can see my sister doing that, but what did they do? Like, mm-hmm. how did they get there? But get her there? Do? Because my uh-huh. brother's like, how did they get her there? Because, yeah. like, I know my sister and how to trigger her, yeah. you know? Yeah, my right. brother's like, I know my sister's not an easily triggered person. Like, she yeah. doesn't really just, like, she's not ready just not to fight. Just, just to just fight. Off, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she's very, like, you had to get her to, to that space yeah. for her to want to pop off with you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know... Like, he used to be like, you had to either say something to her a hundred times to the point that she got up and actually did what you told her to do. Like, Mm -hmm. at one point when we were younger, I just remember, like, I used to hate hearing things repeated nastily, Mm -hmm. like, especially in fighting. Mm -hmm. Like, so he would be like, come here so I could hit you. Come here so I could hit you. Come here so I could hit you. And finally, it would get me to the point that I would get up and walk across the room and hit him Mm -hmm. before you could hit me. Mm -hmm. And my dad would be like. Well what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> like you provoked the bear. Like yeah. you literally told her to come here so you could hear her and you thought she was going to come here so you could hear her. And I mean- people
0: do the same thing with, when it comes to words. Like and that's the same aspect. Like people do the same thing when it comes to words and actions. Like it might not equate to, you know, a physical. It might equate to a physical, it might not. It might it- there's possibility for both but you know i feel like what is most seen in in the arena of interactions with humans and being triggered is like there's these uh,
1: antagonizing is the word you oh know God. energy that comes out and like it will pull the worst out of you and antagonizing energy like someone who antagonizes you while you're upset and like literally trying to express yourself yeah will literally bring out the worst parts of you
0: my goal like, in that aspect is 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 to be so solid within myself that anybody can antagonize that, me, and you, you want to get to like- that
1: level of okay, mm-hmm. like if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Yeah. You know, if that's what you want to do. If you want to antagonize me through this whole fight, then that's what you're gonna do. Yeah, like because it would literally like some people like it. For me, it could pull me out of character. Like if Absolutely. you antagonize me to the point, like. I'm ready. Like, because I just can't take it no more. Because now it's like, yo, I want to shut you up. It was so- <laughs> because I'm, like, trying to remain cool. And yeah. I'm trying not to, you know, overreact. And I'm not trying to get aggressive. And I'm not trying to get to this point of anger of no return. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're literally trying to pull it out of me. It's learning how to ground that area of yourself that is the fucking hardest.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> like- and I feel like some people do it without even words. They do it with, like, weird actions and interactions. And, like, you know... um in psychology, they might call it, like, you know, reading a room as a trauma response because of the lack of, re- like, uh, of safety as a child, right? And then and then the spiritual side, people call it, like, empathy, right? You know, so I think it's a mix between both. I read both. a room for a hundred reasons.
1: I read a room for the fact that, one, you always want to know the energy in a room mm-hmm. when you enter it. Absolutely. I feel like you can know when something's off and, mm-hmm. like, if you're meant to be there or not. Like you know, or and also for like safety, like it, it's even, all about safety. You it, know, it,
0: it definitely is about safety. And then there's the <laughs> aspects of like when you're not intentionally trying to read a room. I feel like that's when the the intuition comes in. I feel like when you when you've already read the room, but then like some other information is coming in. I feel like that's the room for intuition. Like I'm a firm believer in in the psychological and and the spiritual. Yes. You know, so I believe that it can be grounded in both. And with that being said, like you know. It's 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 actually like I feel like it's crucial to our survival in order to do that. Like, and I know that uh, in psych psychologically, when we're talking about like neurodivergent human beings, like that for anybody's unfamiliar with that term, it's like anyone that could be on the spectrum and or people that have ADHD and things of that sort. Like, I'm a person who has ADHD, and like a book I've read that's called um, "Shout Out to Dev." It's called "A Hunter in a Farmer's World." And it talks about the concept of like ADHD not being a disorder, but rather it's like a hunter gene. So like think about being a hunter. Think about going into the woods. You need to scan everything to find your prey, to make sure you're not a prey, to make sure you're not stepping on a rattlesnake that will yes. kill you. To make sure like you have to be observant of every sound, everything that's around you and your surroundings.
1: Therefore, I've always been like that. I've always been like Some people like will be like, why do you do it? And I'm like, I don't know. I was taught to go home. Yeah, like just go home. I, <laughs> I know, I'm like, to go home, <laughs> you know, not to go home. Like not yeah. even like if you don't like, just get home. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I was taught to get home. Like no matter where you went, no matter what you did. Like yeah. my goal at the end of the night was to go home, mm-hmm. go to my bed, to my space let my family know or whoever was you know waiting for me hey I'm here safe like Mm -hmm. you know and that's why I'm very attentive to my surroundings like and you need to be And like now I'm teaching that to you know again you have to teach these things like I'm teaching it to my son and especially working in the city there's times where I see people and you watch things happen to people like literally in front of your eyes and it's because they're not paying attention like I've seen so many videos of like attacks on females and like men in general like even if it's just like you know someone swinging at someone okay. and it's really because they're not paying attention to their surroundings you know they didn't look behind them when they went into that bank and t- bank ATM they didn't look behind them or they didn't keep checking around them and like and
0: people take note of that they're like oh they're not paying attention, attention Dad, I'm that's, gonna that's, take that's my right prey right there exactly.
1: that's it that's, that's, what, that's who I'm gonna get people
0: think that that's we're it. not in a jungle <laughs> we're in a jungle especially we're <laughs> yeah. in New York City like this is still the jungle it just don't got the and trees and I'm teaching that to my son you know yeah.
1: this, this younger generation like our kids generations they're very lost into their ipads Mm -hmm. and their cell phones And and you know technology like it's just no like i tell my son all the time i don't care what you're doing on your phone you need to scan a room Like every 10 minutes, every five minutes even, to make sure who's around you. You're at the park with your friends. You need to realize if there was someone who wasn't there before, you want to take account of that, you know, whether it's an adult, whether it's a kid, whether it's a teenager, you know, especially now in today's age, like, you know, we're sending kids to school with like bulletproof backpack inserts, you know, you want to pay attention to what's going on around you, you know, to know that something's off today. You know, there's this guy has been standing here this past week. I don't know who he is. You know, yeah, this guy has been at my bus stop, but yet there's not a kid getting off the bus, Mm. you know, like things like that. And it's something that I feel like a lot of people lack. Yeah.
0: It's well when when you're not centering yourself. Yeah. You have to be centering yourself to do things like that. When you're not centering yourself, you're not even aware of these things because you're everywhere else. You know, you might. And that's the thing is like it's weird because it's, like, when you go into these rooms and you operate from the space of, like, scanning a room, like, I, I know for myself, it's coming from a, a myself thing, right? Mm-hmm. Not just, like, okay, I'm going to stand there just because I want to look around. Like, I could give a fuck less, like, personally. Yeah. Like, I'm your business, like, I, I was just saying this to, so, to somebody yesterday. Like, um, when I was working the show, like, there was... We had water bottles, right? But I had no idea that we had water bottles and that they were for us because I wasn't directly told. Yeah. So I just came every day with my own water bottle because, like, that's how much I mind my own business. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I I need to be told. Like, yes. that's still in my space. Like, yeah, I knew they existed, but, like, I didn't know they existed for me. Yeah. So, like, I didn't, you know what I mean? So it's, like, being aware of surroundings, yes, but like also like not prying into them, just being, like, oh, okay, that person over there, that person over here, okay, this, this, this okay, I feel I I feel good over here. I don't feel good over here, noting that. Now, what I think people have a lot of in our society is being like well, why are those water bottles over there? Well, why is that person over there? And getting so involved oh and absorbed in people's lives. business yes. oh that my they goodness. are not in their body. They are not yes. centering themselves. All they care about is like the drama. Like, you know, I, I was out not too long ago and I like don't be going out. Like, I'm just a very homebody, like, I'm very, very nature person. Like, so if you see me out, like, that's like the quarterly thing for me. <laughs> so I was at, you know, I was at a local bar. I was meeting up with some friends I haven't seen in a long time. And, um, you know, there was there was someone that came over and they were like um, talking about drama like that was happening with somebody else. And it's like, you know, in that moment, I'm like, OK, I felt myself want to judge. And I'm like, oh, that's not any better than what they're doing. Yeah. You know, and then I was just like, mm, that's just the way that they're
1: finding excitement
0: in at that the, thing, in yes. that
1: moment. At Some that people time. that. Simultaneously, I didn't if subscribe they know to it. you. Yeah, like some people do it just because they want you in that drama moment. Some yeah. people do it knowing it's a trigger to you or knowing it's going to trigger you. That's all. And whole if you know the person, mm-hmm. right? If you know the person, mm-hmm. um, that's a whole fucking thing, sis. Right? That's a whole thing that know- people do not talk about. <laughs> but I don't exactly when you what know, know the of. person when someone triggers you. Like mm-hmm. when someone knows that's a trigger, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And they're like, "I'm gonna do it anyway." Mm-hmm. Just they so want to see your They want to see you react. Right. Mm-hmm. That's also a thing that I'm learning how to navigate Poking in posts. life. Yeah, yeah. you and know, and or whatever. a lot of people will do that in moments of happiness in your life because mm-hmm. they're not. As happy. Yep. I've never really can say I've ever wanted something that someone else has had. I've always been like, I'm so happy for you. I'm like,
0: yeah,
1: you know, I want, wish you the best. I hope it grows. I hope it like I've never been someone who's wanted anything that anyone has. I've always, yeah. you know, feed into your dream. Because you know that I'll you're going your for dream. Yours. Yeah, like I'm going for mine. Yeah. Like, I, you know, your dream and my and dream secrets. ain't the same. Like, you know, they could look the same, so, like, but they might look the same, yeah. right? They might look the same, but they're completely different. Mm-hmm. Um. And I feel like even in our industry, like, you know, like, you're an esthetician, I'm an esthetician, someone else is an esthetician. I know an esthetician who's an esthetician and wants to know the science behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, where you're, like, a holistic esthetician, and mm-hmm. I'm all here, like, I want to be all this beauty and glam, <laughs> And I just want to, like, you know, everyone's different. Yeah. And... Some people take that as competitiveness where it's like, no, I want to learn from you and I want to learn from this girl who's, you know, learning so from here. science, learning, right? Yeah. You know, like I don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, stop anyone from going anywhere. I don't mm-hmm. want to hinder anyone's growth. I'm here for that knowledge for you. Like, yep. oh, you always learn from someone, you know? Yep. I used to get mad, like, you know, for being a waxer for so long, especially like, I used to be categorized as one of the best in my store. I used to hate having to train girls because they used to make girls so scared of me that they would be, like, shaking. They wouldn't want to touch me. They wouldn't want to wax me. I used to be like, yo, I'm not going to be able to train you if you are scared of me because I'm not here to scare you. I'm here to teach you. You know, I'm not here to manage you. I'm here to lead you. Like, I want to lead you to success. Like, don't, like, this is my forte. Like, this is where i'm very strong at in this industry like i enjoy the waxing aspect of it but this isn't only this isn't only my level of knowledge you know and this is just a step on my way i'm gonna learn from you know you i'm gonna learn something i learned something from new girls i learned something from older women you know is that common knowledge and like everyone has different goals different places like i know a girl who just opened up you know a spot with someone else and she's renting and she loves it and it took her forever but she did it at her pace I'm not jealous of her. Mm -hmm. You know, she's doing the same thing. And every day she's calling me. When are you going to go get your LLC? (laughs) When are you going to stop playing? Mm -hmm. I'm competition. I'm competition in all reality. But to her, I'm not. To her, I'm someone that when she grows, she wants to take with her. Yep. You know, and there's a difference in that, too. Like, when people see you as competition, you can tell a difference of those who see they you as competition and those who want to grow with you. Yes. And I always tell people there's a difference between a manager and a leader. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be managed. I want to be led. Yep. I want to be led to success. I want to be led, you know, to more, to better, to greater, to more knowledge, you know. To not be so
0: yeah need to have the space to grow yeah and to not be boring. and i'll
1: have no problem vocalizing that like yeah. i'll let you know like you're a manager and um i'm not here for it like yeah. by all means like if, at that point like if you're just managing me and you're not talking about money then i don't want to hear it Mm -hmm. (laughs) literally and people will be like you're just gonna yeah i'm so serious because if you're gonna view me as just a number then i'm gonna cheat you as just a number Mm -hmm. if you're not talking to me about numbers then i don't care that someone left a cup in a room (laughs) like Mm -hmm. if it has nothing to do with money i don't care if that's what you're managing then you can send a group chat text and i won't read it (laughs) but you know and a lot of people will sit there like When you're in those moments of happiness, like, they'll try and get you to, like, oh, hey, I want you to do this. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, or they'll see that you're working on something that is really passionate to yourself. And they'll try to, like, steer you from that into something else. Yeah. You know. And
0: it be the ones. The thing
1: that's crazy, it be the ones. It be people that you think are the closest to you. To you. you, That do it. And I've also learned that, too, with friendships. You know, I have friendships that, like you said before, I have friends that I can literally go Days, months, years without speaking to, Mm -hmm. and just pick up where we left off. Have serious life conversations, you know, with and talk about like real life shit. What's going on, you know? And it not be it filled with drama, you know, or you come to like, you know, you also start to ground yourself again. You know, it's grounding conversations, you know. Like, I have a friend who's going, you know, through in a sense, like, and one of the first things she said to me after not seeing her in a long time was please don't say anything about my weight, you know? And it was like, damn, like I have to respect that boundary. But then when you saw her, it was like, damn, like I understand you asked me not to have this conversation with you, but as a friend, and someone who's concerned for you, mm-hmm. we need to Not have this just conversation. On, like, an aesthetic reason, like, like this isn't physical, even like yeah. yeah, like on a like on a real life like yo mm-hmm. is it, like could it, it's like what's going on? What's going on? Like yeah. what is causing this? Like I've never seen you, you know, look like this. And you had I had to learn how to approach that boundary without making her feel attacked. Yeah.
0: That's a difficult you know. one because that's something that in in especially with women. I mean, I'm not limiting it to just women, you know, because also men go through their experiences with weight gain and 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 loss. Even though like they they they'll think about losing weight and start dropping it like crazy, right? yeah, you know, not all the case. But I just I like to see men like that. But like with women, like it's like I know and I've talked about it openly on this pod and I've talked about it openly with people around me. It's like when we're going through some like serious shit, like weight gain and loss tends to... Oh, really yeah. Big thing.
1: I've had like, moments where I've been so stressed and have been the heaviest and so stressed I've been, been the lightest. lightest. Exactly. And, like, that's where my friend is now. Like, she's yeah. the lightest I've ever seen her, like, mm-hmm. without a curve. And it was like, damn, like, I don't want you to feel attacked about this. Yeah. And you asked me not to talk about it, but, like, as a friend, I need to talk about it with yeah. you. And we were able to, to, to sit down to without like, her hey. getting explosive, without her getting nasty, without her, you know, taking it into heart. And it was, like, more like... She was like, no, you're right. She's like, you know, she's going to therapy and like trying to, you know, break set boundaries and what was causing, you know, that stress and, you know, working on herself again. And she's like, you know, I feel like conversations like the one we had are very much needed. And like people won't do that. She's like, I actually not to come to comment on it. She's like, but I feel like I also need to hear that. Yeah. You know, I needed to, you know, see that someone else you concerned. You approach that
0: boundary with, with love. Like that's yeah. the thing that I feel like is a major, major key, you know, that you're tapping on is like. You know, boundaries are set. And sometimes we set boundaries, especially when you're just learning how to set boundaries, like you're setting them, boom, 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 like, you know, or like, and it takes you to get to this really like triggered space to set them. But sometimes we set them when we're in a triggered space and 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 they're not realistic for every person. yeah,
1: I, as a friend, knowing could have met her with like a way that would have triggered her. Because I know her, you mm-hmm. know, and I know what would drive her crazy yeah. or I can meet her in a place of like, OK, I'm not going to trigger Compassion. you. Compassion. And uh-huh. yeah, Man. and maybe the ones that really make you open your eyes, like yeah. to be like, damn, like you knew that that triggered me. And like I've been being tested like that a few times um, within this last <laughs> year. So it's like knowing the difference and just like not accepting it no more because i've been vocal about it like i'm not accepting this no more like and i just like i'll give you a few warnings like and i've stated it like i will no longer do this like Mm -hmm. and again it'll take i'll build a cake and then finally when i get to that point of like nah like i'm good like i no longer have to give this my energy and i won't give this my energy then that person is like oh well, she's mad or, oh, Mm -hmm. you know, she's just, she's being a bitch. Oh, Mm -hmm. you know, and then like. No, it's like you got warnings. You got, like, you can't be, you can't can't get mad when you get fired. And then I also, I also, you try not to, you try not to compare relationships. But at some points in life, you have to compare. I have a bunch of very close friends, you know, a bunch of them that I can consider like, I'm going to call you when something happens to me, like important. And I know that you're going to pick up, like you're going to be one of the first people to show up, you know. But I've also paid attention to how everyone else responds. Mm -hmm. So like if I respond to you, like I'm in an area of happiness right now and you roll your eyes and I'm literally telling you I'm happy. Mm -hmm. I don't want your energy. Mm -hmm anywhere now near for for my happiness because that energy is going to reflect my happiness, is going to deflect my happiness. It's going to like deflate it a little it's bit. It's like, yeah,
0: it's like sometimes like, you need, p- it's different when people ground you. It's a completely different energy when someone, like, it's almost like you didn't say it to them. It's almost like you told them that someone cut you off in traffic. Like, why yeah. is me telling you I just opened up my business offending you right now? Yes. Or you why are like, you telling you I'm in
1: a relationship, you know, mm-hmm. making you upset right now?
0: Yeah, because, you know, and, and, why aren't we know you genuinely happy though.
1: for that, you and know? Why,
0: but well, we know the answer, though. Yeah. you know what I'm saying, and that's so... the hard thing to navigate because you like then you can empathize with them. Then you're like, ah, oh, this is triggering that person because you know they're going through relationship trouble or they can't be with somebody. This and the third, but like at the at the same token, it's like how many times are you gonna have that conversation with themselves that they need to censor themselves now that you're yeah. finally censoring yourself and you're getting everything that you deserve, <laughs> yeah, are, everything yeah, that you want. Things are
1: blooming, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's so crazy. because you deserve because you've been putting the work into it. And then it's crazy because there'll be people who like, oh, you know that wasn't a good relationship for you. Now I'm in a healthy relationship and you're sitting here and you're still questioning it. Like Mm -hmm. you're trying to trigger me. You're trying to set off these trigger points that you know are triggers from my old relationships into my new relationships. You're asking me questions that you know are going to trigger me, you know, that are going to kind of make me question my relationships, you know, or question the things around me. And you shouldn't like, I pay attention to how certain friends react to the news I give them. And that's been a very big thing lately, you know, like, I'll be the first one to show up. I'll be there for you. But, like, don't show up for me. Okay. <laughs> it's cool. The people are going to show up for me. Yeah. Like, you know, people are going to show up for me. Those who are genuinely happy for me and want to be there will have no excuse. They'll find the their way. way. You know, yeah, for sure. Like, they don't might be five space. minutes late. They might be ten <laughs> minutes late. They might come at the last ten. I'll appreciate you at that last ten minutes, yeah. you know. And I had to learn that with things, like, the other day, like, um a good friend of mine from childhood her grandfather died and like i knew the importance he was to her life and i haven't seen her in a long time i honestly think that the last time i saw her was when another friend of ours from childhood's mother had passed and it was like one of those things like damn we have to stop meeting like this yeah yeah but at the same time you know i could only show face for about an hour Mm -hmm. i felt guilty like showing up i even like questioned myself like damn like is this the wrong thing to do and she was like girl she was like, you drove from your job to Brooklyn to sit with me for an hour. Yeah. Like, you know, like that I appreciate more ever. Yeah. It wasn't met with, oh, you can only stay for an hour. No. It was, and I hate that too. Like, you go, can go out of your way for someone, and when you're not met with a thank you, mm-hmm. you're met with more like, oh, I can't believe I have to take you back this way, or you know, I can't believe this is where you decided to be, or mm-hmm. you know, it's like. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome that I just, you know, you're welcome for be, showing up stop, for you. The yeah. In daily life. You're a
0: mother on yeah. top of that. You have so many different. And like, things I had like, to explain that to her, still... I was like, I'm
1: so sorry. I don't want to cut out on you, but Jacob has yeah. to go here and yeah. like, I have to get him here. And like, you yeah. know, this is very last and minute. The, and I feel like. The and people, death is a last minute thing, right? Of death course, is like, no one wakes up and is like, hey, in two months we're having a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> unless you might think like some people Mm -hmm. will be like oh hey you have six months to live and like Mm -hmm. you're gone tomorrow you know like it's a last minute thing like you you can't can't expect people no one can pencil it you just do the best that you can hey today this is gonna happen I feel like the
0: people who are really supposed to be around you and in your life like respond with like Girl, you don't got to explain. Yeah. Like, you don't got to explain. Like, literally, anytime I want to, as a person who ex- over-explains, who has, I want to speak past things because I'm working on it real hard. <laughs> but a uh, person who you who still over-explain all the time when I see somebody, like, about to, like, give me a whole bunch of reasons, I'm like, you're good. Yeah. Like, you're good. Like, I am asking you to come into this space because I trust you. Yeah. I, you don't need to say anything besides, like, Yo, I'm here. If you wanna tell me you could tell me, but like and I'll listen. I, I'm I'm interested in why, you know, but like you don't have to say it with the guilt. Yeah. You can take the shame and the guilt out of it because I trust that whatever happened, even if you were like Girl, I got stuck on my phone I was scrolling for 10 minutes (laughs) and I was out the shower, wrapped in a towel, just scrolling, I lost track of time, and now I'm here. I'll be like, word, that shit happens to me too. It happens. My
1: friend, I have a friendship that has grown so much mentally and spiritually if that makes sense without even being spiritual. Yeah. Like, um I'm sure it's spiritual in its own, right? It's spiritual in its own way. Yeah. Right. Cause like I honestly I honestly don't think me and my friend have ever had a really conversation about religion in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like I wanna say she's Catholic. Um not really like a churchgoer, but you know, we ground each other. There's moments where like, you know, she's just going through it and I'm going through it. And like we'll call each other. And there's moments where I'm crying and she'll be like, girl, let it out. Mm -hmm. You need to cry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You need to, you know, breathe. You know, it's okay. Like you deserve better than that. You are better than that. You know, and I'll do the same for her.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and like you sometimes when you have these conversations with friends, you have to, you have to ask each other, you know, hard questions that's where it comes into those uncomfortable conversations you know where you don't just have are going. you have
0: them in friendships yeah
1: we have them in friendships you know Mm -hmm. and sometimes those hard conversations aren't necessarily what you're doing wrong in your friendship you know those hard conversations are conversations about your relationships you know conversations about motherhood Mm -hmm. conversations about um
0: needing to echo something to be yeah for for yourself you know and
1: she'll sit there and she'll be like hey like I, I get how you feel. Like, there was a few months, uh, you know, a little bit while back where I was like, I don't want this. Like, I'm about to sign up my rights and go, live off, go off the grid. Like, let him be with his grandparents. And, like, I just need to get the hell out of here. And I broke down to my friend. And she had a moment like that, too, where she was like, I'm just so over it, you know. And it's like, we sat there and, like, to sit there and be able to one calm each other down in two different times that this happened because she approached me with it i approached her with it and they were at two different moments of our lives you know we were both going through it we just felt like i don't want to say stuck like trapped in a moment you know mm-hmm. where that like, we just couldn't get out of and like that's how we just felt about it like we just wanted to give up on everything and we were both able to sit there and center each other in those moments you know and like there would be areas where she's going through something and i'm going through something and we'll ask each other are you happy is that what you want to deal with for the rest of your life? And that That's really the is a question that people don't ask mm-hmm. is, are you happy? Yes. Yes.
0: That's a big question. What Are you happy? Are you content? with Does this? Does that serve
1: you mm-hmm. in your life? Is it serving you right now? Yep.
0: You know, like. Are you actually okay with that? Even that simple sentence, like, are you actually, actually okay, okay with that? that? Yeah. Like, is that working for you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like,
1: does it resonate with you? Is Not it Not in
0: that poking place of, like, that antagonizing energy. In that genuine space of, like, this could be triggering, but I'm here to hold you. Yeah. What it triggers you so you can see why it's triggering you and if you're actually okay with it.
1: Yeah. You know, and a lot of people don't do that. You know, yeah. like, we have these moments where, you know, you have people who can ground you from trigger moments. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate the people who can do that. Yeah. Like, I appreciate the people who can literally calm me down when I'm about to lose my mind. Yeah. Because it's, like, I can jump off the edge, but this person just, like, centered me and brought me back to my reality. And that's also, like, a harsh realization. Those are difficult conversations with people. Like, someone telling you, like, yo, this is what you need to do for yourself. Like, I want you to put you first. Like, the relationship I'm in now, I've never had someone tell me to be selfish with myself. And it's kind of hard to be selfish when you're trying to be in a relationship. (laughs) Like, how do you be selfish with yourself when you're trying to learn someone new and not even be in a relationship with them just try to learn them you know like how to. and it's boundary setting you know it's like you deserve to be selfish i never had someone really tell me like hey like you need to sit down and focus on like your mental health like um i get it you have a son put yourself first you know do something for you for once like stop doing overdoing for other people yeah. stop going out of your way and that's been a hard thing to learn to stop going out of my way yeah. i'm like that person that would like literally take your car to go get an oil change because yep, yep, you yep. had too much to do about yep, yep, the day yep, but yep. i had like ten thousand things to do but <laughs> i still I so managed I to so get your, car, your oil change <laughs> uh-huh. and people were like yo like you got everything done like yeah, yeah. but then i started to notice that things around me i wasn't doing for myself yep. like you know i've been doing so much for other people that like my house itself is, like, a disaster. Like, and it's like, okay, I need to go home and, like, kind of, like, center my home so yeah. that I can be centered for myself again because that's where you start feeling the most out of whack is at home. And right now, like, I'm not even going to lie, my house is so out of whack. Mm-hmm. But it's because, like, I've been just uh-huh. trying to organize things, yeah. learn things. Like, I have to make a space that wasn't necessarily meant to just be mine, yeah. my own. And that's not easy either because it's, like a part of me wants to leave. Like, I, wanted, I want a whole new space. Like, I want a space that I walk into for myself that I want and I picked this space for me yeah. and I want to make it mine. Yeah. And I'm now doing that in a space where it wasn't necessarily just for me. Yeah. So now, to like kind of make it mine is like, Kinda hard, and it's like a work, like a work in progress. Like, and that's how I look at it. Like every day, I'm like, I still haven't hung pictures on my wall. I still haven't done things like this. And I'm like, no, I need to get some color up here. You know, I need to like brighten the mood in here. I can't let it just be so down and like damper because this isn't what it was. Like this isn't what it was supposed to be. But this is where I'm at now.
0: Yeah, well, you can make your know? alchemy. You know what I mean? You can yeah. alchemize it by making it like you know, even though that wasn't the set intention. Working with what you got, and then I'm sure like when that happens. Like I feel like when we surrender to that, that's when the place that we actually want appears. Like yeah. and not a moment before. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's the matter of following through with those things. It's like we can perceive that we want something, someone, some place, something from ourselves, whatever it is. But until we surrender to the fact of like working with what we got and like the the space of like, eh,
1: yeah, maybe. Yeah. Then you know? won't get to that moment. Those, those are yeah. moments that are hard to learn too. Because like yeah. sometimes like even now, like Rushing into things is something that you have to learn not to do. (laughs) And we're so good at rushing into things, you know, whether it's love, (laughs) friendships, you know. Yeah, yeah jobs mm-hmm. you know we rush into them thinking like oh this is great yeah, do you other,
0: do this. Yeah. yeah
1: and then you get there and you're like okay this isn't as great as it pictured as it was pictured or it really as it was painted in my head right so well haste makes waste
0: right so mm-hmm. it's like if it's something the universe has been echoing super loud at me every time I have that sensation like okay well I should answer right now or I should do this right now or I should go there right now and like I have this like like the energy starts going up for me Yeah, I'm like where are my toes <laughs> Okay, (laughs) what do I need to do right now? And it's just like focusing. There's a a quote that my sister had posted. Um, It was like, uh, every step, uh, focus on the step not Focus on
1: one step ahead of you, not the whole staircase. Yes. It's kind of like the one day at a time. So yeah. I have someone who always tells me, like, anytime I talk to him, as an old friend, of, a good friend of mine. He's always like, I'm always like, how are you? And he's like, you know, one day at a time, you know. Mm-hmm. And in that one day, it's like, oh, I got a new car. And in that next day, it was like, oh, we just bought a house. Like, it took a few months, but it was like one day at a time, yeah. you know. So, and he's always, like, also reminded me, too, like, as a friend, like, um, when you don't rush into things they tend to be things tend to be more glorious when you receive them mm-hmm. like,
0: stable glorious real foundational like you know
1: you have to wait for cement to to settle before, before you can, you just can run put into anything into it. Yeah. it yeah yeah so that's always been a thing. And learning things like that is hard because like we again, we try to rush things that we shouldn't rush, like learning to cruise. Like we just need to learn how to cruise. Like let spirit be and like ground ourselves into it and We get excited, we're humans. We get excited. <laughs> we're like, Oh my God, this is exactly like, ah! And that's why like even logically, like everyone's always like Gypsy, just just open up. Your business, like just go into business, like just yeah, do something, and I'm when like, I'll, when I'm ready, when I get there, don't worry, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> like, you there's burned doubt in my mind. Like seven,
0: eight years ago now, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I felt the same way. People were putting pressure on me, putting pressure on me, putting pressure on me. Literally, I think I said this to you on the phone. When I decided that I was gonna actually pull out my LLC, I didn't ask anyone. Yeah, I didn't call anyone. You went and you did. I just was like right now is the moment I need to check if the name is available. And I did it. You know what I mean? And like that, that for me was my sign. So when people are like you know, even, like, a, a few of my teachers were, like, just get it. You could change it. DBA, this, that, and the third. And, like, you have not have people try to rush time, you
1: into it, it doesn't come out the way you want it.
0: It doesn't. And and so, like, even if, you know, for example, like, the reason my teacher said that was because, like, well, you can get more credit. You can get more loans, things like that. Because they're, like, they don't look at what you did for how, the amount of years. They look at how long has it been taken out. And I understand that logic. But if I would have just did that, like, I would have opened up in a time that I really wasn't ready to even – like commit to the information you have to learn like because the thing is is like I don't I don't mean to say it for it to be daunting but I also need to say it for it to be grounding because like people make things seem like they're so fucking simple and easy because a lot of people have people telling them how to do this shit they grew up in a per, like maybe their parents had an LLC maybe their brother there's just someone around them did like I didn't have that experience at all I don't yeah. I don't have anyone in arms reach that is like hey like is this how you do your taxes like this like like, no, like I had to put in effort and I don't, I also don't want to pull people out of their world to ask me for that. So, But I'm also gonna... you have to think
1: about, imagine going into that without being ready to commit to it. It, that's, it that's would drain point. your passion. Yeah, like it would steal you away from what you love to mm-hmm. do. Because you weren't committed to give it your all. You want to give your, especially your passion, you want to give that your all. Like, it's not going to fall, anything that you want for your passion is not going to fall out the sky. No. Like, it is not going to, God bless the people that it does come to, because some people do have that, where it's like, oh, I want to do this, and, you know, it's able to just lay out like that. Like, you know, they have Uh that easy break. And there's some people who really have to, you know, work for that, but, like, you know when you're not when you're passionate about something and you want it to go right you and you want you want to be able to give it the right commitment
0: i think that some people are i think that it's really like truly where i believe that it boils down to is is people that are intentional and people that are why and why people are doing it like people i feel like a lot of times when it comes to business it's like if you're if you're if what you're doing is involving more if you're centering more than just making money Like, you're going to handle it with care. Like, I'm not saying, like, things don't align and move fast. Like, yes, that happens sometimes. But I feel like especially when it comes to business shit, like, you being the business person, like, having to take that on. Like, if, like, sure, like, if you're just centering money, like yeah like you're you're centering money so that's what you're doing so it's just boom 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 how do I get this money how do I get this how do I get this but when you're centering like I want to make sure that people are having the best possible experience because this is like my passion I want to do it right I want to make sure like yeah I might not be able to afford this particular product but that's what I'm going for so I'm going to have this one and for the time being or I'm going to make this and I'm going to cut it's like you're not going to cut corners it's just different it's all about intention and I feel like that's in everything in life but people that are going Going a thousand miles per hour a lot of times i only go on five it's just it looks like it's going ten thousand miles yeah. per hour because money is involved and societal norms are involved so everyone's say, like, oh my god look at how good this person is doing and yo materially absolutely but how why is it that so many people that have so much money still pay people all the time it's like even like solicit like you know sexual encounters just to talk to them Just to have a conversation with a person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? All these different aspects that people do that have a lot of money that seems like taboo or weird because they're not happy. Why aren't they happy? Because they went a thousand miles per hour to make money. They didn't, then they went negative five on the emotional development within
1: oneself. Like, I don't want everyone to always like, oh, you should just open up your your own waxing spot. Like, just do it, just do it, just do it. And it's like, when I envision my spot, it ain't just waxing because I don't just provide a service. Like, you know, I, it's a very personal experience. Like, I am, like, I see people, honestly, my career has taught me to love my body more. Yeah. Because I see people all shapes, sizes, you know. Um, so it's been very body positive. So, like, I very much do not like body shaming people because, like, I literally work with people of all different sizes. I've also
0: taught me, like... With the most intimate parts of people.
1: Yeah. You know, I've it's also different. taught me, like, you know... I used to work um, here on Staten Island, and, like, I remember, like, this woman coming in in a wheelchair who, like, drooled a lot, and, like, no one would wax her, but I would, because at the end of the day, she's the person. Like, at the end of the day, she wants to feel beautiful, too, like, you know, so I used to do it, like, and everyone would be like, oh, why do you take her? Because at the end of the day, she's human. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, this is a service service I provide. I provide a service service to make people feel beautiful. Yeah. Like, there's nothing more, like, for me than when someone, it's, yeah, okay, great. Your $20 tip was great. But honestly, it's not about that as much as, like, yeah, that $20 tip is amazing. Mm -hmm. The fact that you left here, like, in all about your brows Mm -hmm. or, like, you know, just feeling hairless or, like, whatever. That's what it is for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's that type of energy. Like, that's what I want people to experience when they walk in. Be more of them, what they want for themselves. Yes. You know, and like, everyone, and that's one of the things, like, one of the hardest things is always like, people will come into me and will be like, Well, what do you do? And I'll be like, It's whatever you want to do. Like, I do this for myself. Like, I don't do this for a male. I don't do it for a female. I don't do it for anyone else, but for me. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so if you want to do this for yourself, it's up to you. Like, how do you want to handle it? Like, you know, and I don't want to just. Be, like, a quick express spot. Like, I want to be a safe space for people. I want people to come in and feel comfortable. Yeah. Like, you know, I want them to know that, okay, I could take my time here. Okay, she's going to work with me and how I need to move, you know. And so many times in my career I've been met with, you know, you're probably, like, you honestly worked with me. Like, you let me, like, some people can't aren't flexible the way they used to. Yeah. And someone telling them, like, no, this is the way it's done. It's like, no, mm-hmm. it's not the way it's done for her because she can't literally do it. Yeah. You know, you have to provide them that. Yeah. That's ground like that safe grounding space for them to be with you and be comfortable with you the energy in the room plays into it like i don't want someone to walk into my space and feel like energy that's not for them like yeah. you don't know, want them to be comfortable i want them to walk in and be like oh Okay. This feels good. Like, this I'm, feels I'm good. Ready. Like, I'm ready to do this. Yeah, because like, I mean, I'm not scared. Because <laughs> that's
0: the whole thing. Like, you know, like, people, it, the whole world, like, of, of waxing the whole thing. Like, I personally, I'm an esthetician that doesn't wax. Like, I'll I wax myself. I don't wax other people, really, unless, like, I like I know that I don't really, I don't offer that as a service. And I give so much respect on y'all name to, like, to wax. Like, I think it's satisfying. I love, like, you know, pulling in. Yeah. Like, I love that aspect of it. But you know, like you're, you guys are going into like the most like you gotta create a safe space.
1: You know, you're like some people's sacred areas, like like people are
0: like spread evil.
1: like straight yeah. up, like you know, and doing everything. This like, is where it is too. Like you know, yeah. like again, I walk. I work in an industry where I deal with women from all different backgrounds. Yeah. You know, and like you learn a lot of things from these women. You know, like I've seen women who, you know, are completely clothed from head to toe mm. get on dress for their service. I don't want them to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. But that, and, and that's their belief. You know, you give them their time, you make them feel comfortable in their mm-hmm. space because I'm sure that that's not also a comfortable thing for them either. Yeah. You know, sure. like, I mean, I talk to people all the time about
0: getting wise. 'cause I personally never went to go get waxed. Cause like I was, I mean, I just did it for myself, you know. What I mean, but like I just, I, I personally like that experience I haven't had because I never met somebody. I, I was like, I don't know these people. You know what I'm saying? If I was ever gonna get waxed, it's I'm, I'm hitting you up. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I can't imagine just going to a random person. You know what I'm saying? I just, I'm, I'm that way with everything I do. Like if I'm getting my hair cut, I'm getting it on the full moon by by a good friend of mine. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like it's it, it's the intention you're you're that you know i'm saying and so much more you know that you either know and people don't know or that you don't even know yet and that you're gonna create
1: and i'm just i'm so excited to see what you (laughs) do that's where this year is that's why i said like my new year is my birthday Mm -hmm. like that's what this year is this year is really like learning to again sit with myself have these uncomfortable conversations but like focus on what I want to put out there for my son, for my business, you know, for what I want to do. Like, I want to do it with intention. Like, me, everyone, like, oh, be in your ear. Like, oh, it's great. And I'm like, yeah, my world's crashing right now. Like, the last thing I want to do is not focus the one thing I'm passionate about. And I wasn't even, like, I didn't even want to do this <laughs> growing up. You know, like, this isn't like, oh, I wanted to be an aesthetician. I loved beauty. I was, like, the least, like, <laughs> I grew up with boys. So, like, I didn't even play with Barbies. Like, beauty was not a thing for me. Yeah. Like, I only know how to curl and straighten my hair. Like, that's about it. Like, I can't even, not like, failure. you know, I can't do certain not things. Failure. And getting into this industry was very much, I was a young mom. I needed quick money. And then I got into it and... I based it off of a cheeseburger, like, can I eat after I wax someone for the first time? Like, can I handle that? Like, if I could, you know, eat this burger, I'll live, this is going to be a job. And I thought it was going to be just that, a job. Like, I just thought that it was going to get me something to get me by until I figured out what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. and instead it was like, okay, you're going to go to school for this because I just started off as a licensed waxer, and then mm-hmm. it was like, okay, I'm going to go to aesthetic school mm-hmm. because I didn't want – it got so interesting to the point that people were throwing questions at me, and I was like, so I don't even know how to answer that because my license doesn't cover that. Yeah. But um, I want to know <laughs> the answer to that question. <laughs> so I went to aesthetic school. I was like mm-hmm. full-time working, full-time in aesthetic school. Justin was getting a liver transplant. Like I was literally – everywhere that year going to school. Like, I was in and out of hospitals, in and out of, like, morning centers and, like... My biggest drive was like going to school. You know, I'm still not licensed in aesthetics. Like I, all I have to do is take my test and I keep like, um, I'm done. Like, that's it. Like, that's my next, like, this is where that focus is. Like, and even now, like the other day I told someone, I said, you know what? I'm actually going to dive into it. I'm just going to go and take it. And if I pass it, I pass it. And if I don't, then I know what's on it. What's on it. I failed my first test Like, cause Mm -hmm. I'm a terrible test taker, like terrible test taker. Mm -hmm.
0: I wouldn't say I'm terrible. I would say, like, I I definitely get, like, um, when someone asks me something on the spot, I'm like, ugh, that's everything. I hate people, like, I hate the
1: practical. Like, I hate that someone has to be watching over me. I don't like that. That's actually the
0: easiest part. That one, I, and that everyone says
1: that hard. everyone's yeah. like and I feel like, like that's gotta, gonna be where I fail like a test like over it writing me. like a multiple choice will get hard like is difficult for me because I get anxiety yeah. I'm always like double questioning myself it's like I'll know that this is the answer and mm-hmm. then I'm like but damn this sounds gotta like gotta this could be the, the answer you gotta remember the yeah. knee bone it's so fucking weird they have that on that test there's just the certain things and I'm like <laughs> why do I even facial.
0: need to know this <laughs> we're estheticians why do I need to know what the knee bone is it's like they're like oh did you read that anatomy section though that's what they it's
1: kind of like that question on the on your permit like you know that there's a question is like literally like you are at a four-way stop sign it's you a cop a firefighter and a postman it's like who goes first Mm -hmm. and everyone thinks like the firefighter or the cop and it's actually the postman and I'm like, why is that question even on there? <laughs> right. Like, how would we even Like, are we even,
0: exactly like, are we even gonna agree? Yeah, like, the are software? the lights on? What is happening? Like, what who is got, there first? Yeah, who
1: know, got there first? You know, that's who goes, right? It's so crazy. And I'm like, one of those questions. And it's like, why was this on this test? <laughs> you
0: know, it's so interesting. Like, yo, if you're if you're open, my best advice that I can give to anybody taking a test, or especially this test, but a test, are you open to it? Yes. Um, the first test I took, I went in, uh, and I was just, like, I was going through a really rough time in my life, and I was just, like, fuck, whatever. I'm going take it, and I, like, studied super hard, and just, like, I got there, and, and I failed it, like, by, like, a few points, like, something ridiculous. I went in the next time. I, like, booked it as fast as possible. I don't remember what the timeline was in between. I literally hit a point of, like, I was still going, I was going through, like, one of the biggest breakups in my in my life. And, like, it was just so, like, fucking out of my body. Like, and I remember going, and the second time, I was like, I don't give a fuck, like, straight up. Like, that was the energy I went at it with. And I was just like, you know what? I don't even have the mental capacity to really be here right now. And I prayed. And I literally prayed. And I just don't know how it (laughs) is, though. I did. I prayed. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I prayed, and I did half the test, and then the other half, I literally just went
1: and i fucking passed like almost That's 100 like you know i was sitting in there with someone the other day and i was like yo i'm really thinking like i'm gonna go in there and like i'm gonna just like live, <laughs> live in like god that day living like god give I jesus the she wheel was saying, i'm For gonna real. attack this test Everyone's like are you gonna study i was like nah like i'm really gonna live in like god this one well remind me from- remind me to send
0: you the study sheet because there's one that came from the school oh, and also. then there's also a new one that i had just met we'll talk about this afterwards yeah. but like
1: yeah just a, it's a it's a study sheet but it's like and i was telling someone everyone's like Every time I meet someone, they're like, You still haven't taken you still haven't taken that. And I was like, I honestly, up until this point, I didn't need it.
0: But you don't have to explain and that to yeah People I feel like just say shit like they don't think about it. They're just like they say it because they think that the, they have to say it. But it's like just don't say anything. Yeah. Like the same thing when like when death happens. Like breakups happen, death happens, excuse me, transition happens. Like if you don't know what to say, please say nothing. Yeah. Just give me a <laughs> cup of tea. Like let's just go (laughs) get Robin. Like Like, please don't say anything. (laughs) Don't say nothing at all. You know, like yeah. People just fill empty space with like what they think they should say.
1: Yeah, and everyone's always like, you haven't done that yet. Like, why haven't you done that yet? And I'm just like, it never sat with me to do it. I never had to. Like in all honesty, you were like, I wasn't in the space for it, but like. I wasn't expecting waxing to take me where it took me. Like, I wasn't expecting to be working beauty shows, to be going to schools and talking to girls, like, to be recruiting people. Like, I wasn't, like, expecting to be a regional trainer. Like... Mm -hmm they used to send me to all types of corporate events with magazines like i wasn't expecting that yeah. you know like i never expected that aspect of like Mass that like everyone mm-hmm. was like i was like who thought that me basing my job on a cheeseburger was going to lead to me doing all these crazy ass events so, like
0: that's how it happens i like how the people biggest too you
1: know like it's opened up doors and like job opportunities now it's like where now i need my license because like so many people will reach out to me and they're like oh i've heard about you like i would love for you to work with me And the one thing that stops me is my waxing license. Mm -hmm. It's because I need to be a full esthetician. And I was like, dang. Okay. And, like, recently I met, like, the CEO of Hydrofacial. And he was like, yo, like, you used to be a trainer? I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, we run a training facility, like you want to link me like link in me one day and i was like yeah, i will definitely think about that he's like whenever you want it, whenever you're ready like whenever you're set for that step he's like just message me mm-hmm. like i want to sit down and talk to you again and i was like dang like you know these are the things i've had freaking dermatologists be like leave here and come practice in my office and i'm like your office isn't serving me right now but i'll come like i'll get there one day like don't worry i'll reach out for that call because you're
0: not just you're not just impressed by just anyone and everyone you know so that's that's an important thing you know that's an important thing to follow and like to understand at the same token it's like you know a, a lot of times like when when we get pulled into these different when you're easily impressed by anything like what do you actually stand for like to me, when I hear this story, I'm like, I love that for you because you're not phased by these things. You know who you are and where you're going, and you're gonna do it on your own time. Yeah. And that's like, you know, to to kind of bring this podcast to a conclusion because I would love to chat with you all day, but I know Kenny's <laughs> gotta go
1: soon. Kenny, hey, get off! Hey. Exactly. Yeah, I see. The, I see Kenny say that. All I looked at us. How I was like, to wrap I... up call. That's how you know yeah. he has to go. That's how you know things are coming to an end.
0: <laughs> so, with that, all that being said, Kenny, do you know or? Do, or do, do do you know if it's women's? Is women's International Women's Day today? I think it is today, it is today right? I think so. All right, bet. So shout out to us,
1: right? <laughs> yes.
0: Shout out to the ladies, shout out to this
1: podcast, and you opening up your website and getting everything launched. Look at you, looking making women's steps, <laughs> changing things.
0: <laughs> so at, like so, oh, yo, you know what? Actually, I got a few women. The the body candles. That I should have put up, you know. You say, hey, "Listen, I'm doing the best <laughs> I can." I It's, with, there, so it's women's month. Progress. You feel me? Like, like I'm having another drop. Stay tuned. The 23rd of this month, okay? Because I need to have a whole day where I'm pouring a bunch of stuff and like creating a bunch of stuff. But I only create when I'm in the space to create. You know I had to destroy a lot of things, and now I'm gonna create some things. <laughs> you know, so um, I'm coming from that spectrum. But you know, thank you so much for for sharing Anytime. your story and also, thank you for
1: having me. Of course, thank you yeah, for, thank being for getting cute. me out my comfort zone
0: of course of <laughs> course like you know it's 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 crazy how everything comes full circle yes you know and it's like we met in aesthetic school you know? know it's and so like, crazy to
1: see all you've done with aesthetics so far
0: it's a crazy to see what yeah. you've done even <laughs> like even though you say oh okay like i didn't get you still are an advocate in aesthetics like it's funny because neither of us wanted to be a, i didn't want to be dressed i didn't know what an esthetician there was, was. Yeah. i had no idea i didn't have no get a facial money girl like, I, like, I didn't know that was a thing like I, I had no idea my sister was like you are obsessed with popping your face like he, this is tea real this is what natural things are like why don't you become an esthetician because i didn't know what i want to do out of, out of high school i had no idea she was yeah. like why don't you be that i was like what the fuck is that like and then she did it too with me you know so that was cool and um, I got to go to school with my sister who's seven years older than me. That I think those are
1: experiences, too, that you don't realize you get to do with certain people. Like, yeah. you know, when you get to experience, like going through certain learning aspects with people in your life mm-hmm. like that's like i think that's beautiful like i always joke jacob's like i'm gonna go to college i'm like i'm probably gonna end up going with you <laughs> yeah and you might and you I just know. might. like i might not do it now but i might end up doing it with you <laughs> it's an
0: incredible it's an incredible thing and like you know to be able to have those like work work time and space age whatever the case is is when you, you
1: want to do like. i met a woman the other day she's like her daughter is getting ready to go to college and she's like i'm almost done you know with my psych major she's like i'm almost pretty much done i probably have like one more year after this and i was mm-hmm. like well look at you and she's like yeah you know both of my kids are getting ready to go into college and i'm here trying to wrap it up like mm-hmm. and she's like everything is time like yeah. that's the one thing my industry has taught me is everything is time And you meet people at all different times of their life. Like, I meet so many people at different times of their life. Like, divorces, new coming, relationships, marriage, babies, (laughs) pregnancy. I've literally seen people go from I'm going on this date to I'm getting married to now I'm having a baby. You know? And all you can do is meet people in their time that they're in. And that's, like, the biggest thing. (laughs) Creating that safe space. So,
0: (laughs) shout out to all the beautiful women out there. Shout out to you. Shout out to me. Shout out to the women we came from. And the seven generations before us and after us in a good way and just any and any and all of the women you know it, we don't need a day to celebrate women it's yeah. just like it's funny I enough I celebrate it every day every day and like people in general too for the different specialties that they have you know celebrate men for doing the men thing celebrate women for doing the women yeah. thing you know and it's just like bringing that balance you know whatever wherever it needs to be so but we're right now we're talking about women and um for the rest of the month I actually accidentally but intentionally subconsciously I suppose I'm only having women on the podcast oh, nice. this whole month nice. so I'm I'm really happy that you were one of thank them thank I appreciate it yeah no it just flowed so perfectly timing yes you know and just this past week has just been a bunch of revisiting things from like five to seven years ago for me like doing a show last time I worked The show was seven years ago and, like, nice. working the, the IACSE in, in Manhattan, J- Jack Center, it was just, like, a
1: fucking trip,
0: you know? Being who I am now and, like, reflecting on that. And it's just, like, interesting. This week has been interesting. It's been to
1: interesting you grow from then to here, right? Because back then, I feel like when we were going to these beauty shows, we were going to these beauty shows because we were all about that discount. We were all about the other products. Where now it's, like, you have to go to this show. You're going to it to learn. To and learn. what you can bring to this show. Mm-hmm. And where you want to be in the next show. It was,
0: it was like- the moment when I went to go swipe for the Fast ferry, and I had to choose between my business card or my regular card. And I was like, actually, this is an expense because this is educational to me. Yeah. And then I was just like, that, at that moment, I was like, bitch.
1: (laughs) I literally, that's what I said to myself. I just, like, looked around and I was like... Love this. And video. then it's like, you're going here, are you going there with the intention <laughs> of like, where am I going to be setting up a table in the next few years at this show? Like, I actually somebody. saw Sorry. someone who posted who was at the show also, and she was like, I remember being here about like seven years ago, and like, this was like a small counter, and like mm-hmm. now they're one of the main displays. Yeah, like, it's so many, and of that those even shows, that yeah. will be timing because when we start off, we're gonna start off as those small counters mm-hmm. who get to those big counters, you yep. know, like where we're in the middle of that show, mm-hmm.
0: like ceiling so. things hanging and all, <laughs> you know, where you don't, you can't miss us, type, like, yeah, for real, and like. Yeah, so shout out to every, every, especially this, every, I want to just give a special shout out, not only to like my mother, my sisters, my nieces, every woman in my life, my friends, thank you for not only coming on here, but also being someone I could call a friend. And like, you know, I want to also give a special shout out to all of the mentors and business partners that I've had, all of the the people that I worked for, even if the, you know, I, I was just saying to another one of my previous bosses, I was like, listen, like, I don't burn bridges, I just like fires you know like i don't i don't burn the bridge but i'll light a fire you know and um i can always walk back across that bridge if I, if, if you, you know today, your worth like, and you
1: let people know that you know your worth yeah. like they're they're gonna let you burn that they're gonna let you light that fire but they're yeah. also gonna let you come back over that bridge exactly like, because they understand it like they know that you're doing out a level and that of, also
0: part of exactly it's it, it, the transformation and things that need to happen and a lot of times i've had a lot of people that i've been in those interactions with that have said that they needed to have that happen for them to realize something else in their life or business or the way that they conducted themselves so you know i just want to give a shout out to all the women that i revisited within this week and also the women that i haven't you know i hope that y'all are still doing really good and like you know i thank you for all of your teachings and experiences that i've had with you and you know just because i don't sit with you at the same table at the lunchroom don't mean i don't still wish you we well don't in see your you life. we see yeah, you i we still want you to you. eat yeah, we just not at my eat, table bro yeah so you know <laughs> with all due respect and love um yeah, thank you for coming on the podcast. I'm going to oh. leave y'all with one thing real quick because I'm not going to do all that that's over there. Mm-hmm. Actually, can you assist me? Would you be able to open up to a page, whatever page feels right for you in your heart? Because we're going to play the heart bowl after this. Mm-hmm. but So just know the vibes are going to be felt throughout the ethers, but we're not going to have that on recording. And I'm going to read today's the eighth, right? So today... If this doesn't hit to exactly... I'll go ahead you go <laughs> You
1: go <laughs> it always does it always says happiness perfected there are moments when perfection stands in time and space when the beauty of the matter does not need to be explained because no words are strong enough those are the moments those are the most beautiful moments in life. When the sunset meets the sea, when the raindrops meet the thirsty crust of the earth, when the waves hug the shore, when the storms ends and the rainbow begins, when a baby smiles or holds your hand, when beauty meets modesty, when humbleness meets... Sincerity, when sadness meets empathy, when happiness meets genuineness. The moments cannot be recreated, they cannot be equipped with a price, and neither can happiness. So, if you took your happiness from those moments, could you even try to put a price on it? Would you even try to get your happiness from things that are sold and brought? would it even be possible for you to love people for what they are, what they have rather than for who they truly are?
0: I'm not even going to read that. That's all we needed. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Thank, you.
0: <laughs> thank y'all Thank you for tuning in with us. We appreciate y'all. Love y'all who run the world. You know yes, what I'm saying?
1: thank you again. This <laughs> was great. No, this was great. And uh, see you guys next week. Yes, enjoy. <laughs>